This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. All right. Hey, everybody. My name is Brent, your host of the LJS Podcast, and this is episode number 24, where today I'm going to be talking about why jazz is unpopular and what we can do about it. This is easily probably the most opinionated podcast I've given to date, so I'm excited to dive into this. Uh, But before we get started, I just want to say that if you get value out of today's podcast, consider adding value back. This podcast, it's 100% supported, produced by listeners like you. So if you're on the website, you can click the support button below and leave us a one-time monthly or annual donation. Or if you're not on the website, you can go to learnjazzstandards.com slash support and help us out there. We also have a lot of great... Uh, rewards for supporting us and what we do. So we appreciate your help. Okay, so I want to start off this talk about why jazz is unpopular by referring to a study in, in 2014, or rather a report, the 2014 Nielsen Music US report. So keep in mind that this report is strictly uh, stats from the United States, so it's not necessarily speaking on a global level. But regardless, the findings are quite interesting from this report. And basically, essentially what this means for jazz, this report, is it, it basically said that jazz and classical music are uh, 1.5, 1.4% of the musical consumption in the United States, okay? So 1.4%. But in fact, actually in 2014, this, this report is from 2014, classical albums sold more than jazz. So essentially, jazz on, on the spectrum of popular musical styles, of course, there are, are many musical styles, but... Of the popular music styles that they listed, jazz is at the very bottom of the list. Essentially, jazz is unpopular. And and an even more staggering statistic that they came up with is that digital album sales, uh, which is an important, very important, uh, you know, uh, stat to really look at in this modern day for selling because pretty much everything is moving to digital uh, in this modern day and age. What they found is in 2012 that jazz was the only genre to to lose album sales for digital. Okay, it was the only only genre to lose sales. Others other genres had increased sales uh, for digital. So what does that really say about jazz? Well, it's saying that essentially an older demographic is listening to jazz, and and thus they don't necessarily always know. Uh, how to use the technology that's out there. They don't necessarily uh, want to buy digital products. They want physical products like CDs. 
Um, and, and it kind of insinuates that, well, the younger audience isn't following along with jazz. I mean, it's it's a actually very potentially disturbing statistic. I think it's, of the two statis- statistics, the, the most interesting, I would have to say. Um, now, in response to this report uh, and an article that was written about this report, uh, the drummer Antonio Sanchez, uh, known for playing in Pat Metheny's band, uh, also he does other stuff, like he did the music soundtrack to the movie Birdman. Uh, Antonio Sanchez had some things to say about this. I thought I'd just um, read uh, an excerpt of what he says. Um, he says, I think a lot of the blame goes partly to jazz musicians themselves when they make our music inscrutable for the average listener and the concert goer feels left out because what they're listening to is too complex for the sake of complexity and lacking in melody and lyricism. This turns me off about a lot of modern jazz because even I feel left out sometimes. I can't generalize because there are great musicians out there doing it the right way and giving jazz a good name, but I can't tell you how many times I've heard people saying they don't like jazz because it sounds weird to them and it's boring. Well, a lot of times it does sound weird and it is boring. So Antonio Sanchez has a lot of really interesting things to say about the state of modern jazz today. And as a jazz musician myself, as a jazz listener, as a jazz fan, I have to wholeheartedly agree with a lot of what he is saying. And I live here in New York City, which is the center of modern jazz. It's it's really where a lot of modern jazz is happening today and spreading out through the world. And I have to say, I've seen a lot of what he's talking about. I've gone to lots of the clubs and, and seen music that was... Um, you know, great music. I've personally, music that I, I'm interested in because I'm an artist. I like listening to art. Um, I like listening to things that make me think, and I don't mind sitting down and paying attention to music, but it, it would be easy to say that these musicians would be losing a regular listener completely. You know, music that is, is very self-involved, very egocentric, uh, and, and very... You know, just not not really something that everybody can grasp onto. Um, so Antonio Sanchez actually talks a little bit more. Let me read a little bit more what he says. He says, I think it's our duty to keep the listener involved and not just write and play music for other musicians. We can make sophisticated music that will be palatable without it being egocentric and exclusive. We have to remember what jazz music used to be and what it meant to the people. He also goes on in the rest of his comments to even talk about how jazz musicians run shows. Um, he talks about how sometimes they don't plan a good set list. They just kind of go in and, and say, okay, we're just going to play and, and do whatever. And, and how sometimes just not even putting on a, a proper performance or a good show, a good program also hurts jazz and its audience. I've seen all of this stuff that he's referring to actually happen. And I've even played gigs where some of the other musicians I was playing with just weren't really thinking about the audience. They were taking solos that went on for days. Maybe they were uh, starting to move out of a context of what we were playing in. I mean, all kinds of things like this. So I, I do have to agree with Antonio Sanchez 
um, in a lot of ways. And now I imagine that some of you at this point who are, you know, diehard traditional jazz musicians that don't like modern jazz or anything that's going on today are like, ha, I told you, modern jazz is ruining jazz. People need to be listening to swing and people need to be doing what the beboppers did and the hard boppers did and all this stuff. But I would also say to you that that is not the answer to increasing jazz's popularity. You can't expect young listeners. You can't expect necessarily all kinds of listeners. doesn't matter what age they are to like jazz in its traditional styles. Now I'm going to go a lot in to this in a second about why, how I think we need to be looking at jazz, how I think jazz needs to be moving forward, and how jazz musicians and listeners uh, need to start treating jazz in the jazz economy and jazz community. Um, but I, I first want to just address what anxiety this research, this report, has on jazz musicians and jazz listeners. I think that the the the, the way it makes them feel is 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 jazz dying. Like, is jazz going away? Is, is, is the generation that likes jazz just about to leave us and then we're going to be with, left with nobody? Like, is jazz over? And I want to just dispel that anxiety right away. Jazz is not going anywhere. Uh, and I'm going to make some arguments for that. But I think one of the strongest arguments is that never before in any other time in history has jazz education been so present and relevant in societies around the world. It's in junior high schools. It's in high schools. You get degrees in it in college. It is a renowned form of music, and it is respected for, at its very least, its history and its tradition, especially in the culture of the United States. So I, I want to just dispel that fear, and, and I think that's a big, a big argument to believe that you know, of course not. Of course, jazz is not dying, um, and and jazz education is a big, uh, a big part of that. It's a big part of of dispelling that fear. Now, I, I want to say, though, let, to to move move away from that report, move away from all of that. I want to first just start asking the questions. Well, when was jazz even popular at all? Okay, when when was jazz? popular because the truth is if you look back jazz has hardly ever been popular jazz was really mostly popular you know in the swing era okay for a decade or, or two maybe not even not even two decades okay so jazz hasn't been that popular and jazz was popular because of dancing because that was the music that people danced to that's what people went out and and that music was influenced by the culture of that time and it was influenced by the 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 musicians that came before it it was a perfect scenario for jazz at that period of time to be popular music, okay? But if you look past that, when the bebop era hit, when 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 jazz music started becoming more like art and, and becoming more virtuosic and not as danceable, well, it stopped becoming popular. So basically, since the 1940s, jazz has stopped being popular. And, and coming out of jazz came other genres, came rock and roll and all these things, and now we have a bunch of spectrums of musical genres today that came from jazz and that came from the blues. So I, I want you just to remember that when you look at this report and say, oh, jazz is the least popular music, oh, jazz is not popular, blah, 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 blah. Well, first realize that jazz was never really popular in the first place. It's rarely been popular in, in the history. So, so don't get so anxious about it. 
just think about it from that perspective first. Jazz has never been that popular, okay? So, uh, you know, and, and one big thing, again, I talked about is dancing. You know, when it was popular, it was about dancing. And as soon as music stops becoming danceable, then it starts to lose some of its popularity. You know, in Africa, in most African culture and society, there's actually no different word for music and dance. They're actually just one word and each one insinuates the other. They live and they breathe together, okay? Dance and music, they're, they're connected with each other. Uh, the most catchy songs, the most hit songs on the radio today, why do people like them? Well, it's because there's an element that makes them dance. It's that makes them feel groove. Um, that's something important to remember. Now, the next point I want to make is jazz is art music. Now, some people may disagree, but I think jazz is art music. Now, what's the definition of art music? Well, my definition of art music is music that is usually has some depth of history and tradition involved and music that demands the listener's full attention in order to get the most use out of it to get the most value out of the music you know classical music and its styles would certainly fit under this uh, category as well so jazz is art music and because it is art music because it is music that is highly revered as artistic it is taught in schools um, and, and a lot of jazz is instrumental music of course not all jazz um, but you know, a lot of jazz is instrumental music, whereas most popular musics out today are not instrumental. They're, they always have lyrics with it. Why? Because lyrics have a way of connecting with people. Words, the human voice has this way of connecting with human beings. And even other branches of other styles of music, like like rock, you know, that has some of these more elements of this art music element, instrumental rock, progressive rock, Bands like this, music like this, well, they're not as popular as the top 40s pop out today and different things like this. There's a reason why things are popular and why things are unpopular. Jazz is art music, okay? It's a music that people come to to get some some depth out of it, to get some value out of it. If, if you're not a music lover, jazz can be a little bit difficult to really embrace or get involved in because jazz demands your attention. It demands your attention as a listener. So if you love listening to music, then jazz, you could be a potential jazz lover. You know, jazz requires that you might be interested to hear what the music is saying. Okay. So jazz is art music. That's a point I really want to make about why jazz is unpopular in the first place. Now, another quick point I really want to make is that musical genres aren't popularity contests, right? When we, when we look at this report, we, we go, oh my gosh, jazz is the most unpopular. Oh no, it's losing. It's losing to all the other genres. Well, jazz isn't a popularity contest. Music isn't a popularity contest. At least I don't think so. Um, jazz doesn't need to compete with Taylor Swift's 1989 album, which in that report, by the way, happened to be the top-selling album. It sold more than Jazz's entire sales for that year, okay? It doesn't need to compete with country or rock music. Um, the, the end goal is not to make Jazz the most popular style of music in the world. I mean, I think that's kind of ridiculous. You know, we don't we're not trying to do that. That shouldn't be our goal. Jazz is not a superior form of music. Now, 
I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for that. You know, some of some of you are going to be sending me angry emails saying, no, jazz is a superior form of music. But hey, listen, I'm sorry. Jazz is not a superior form of music. Jazz is a great form of music. I prefer to listen to jazz. I also love other styles of music. And other styles of music have lots of great things to offer. Uh, so, I, I no, sorry. Jazz is not a superior form of music. Therefore, we don't need to eradicate all the rest of forms of music. No, not at all. In fact, we want other styles of music to be around. It's going to help our jazz playing and vice versa. So what we really want to do is we just want to invite those who are interested in the music to coming into our community. Those that have the potential to want to listen to jazz or get interested in the genre of jazz or study jazz to offer them in, to welcome them in. Something that I feel like the jazz community is not always so good at. So with all of this in mind, let's go back for a second to that 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 report. And I said before, what to me is the most alarming stat? What is the one that kind of perks my ears up a little bit? It's it's the stat about the digital sales, about how they declined rather than increased, because it insinuates that a large percentage of jazz's listeners is an older generation. And that's great. In fact, I know that um, there's actually a large demographic of older listeners that listen to this podcast and also use uh, learnjazzstandards.com, which is uh, a great thing. But we also want to be offering in and, and bringing in young people as well and, and newer generations into the music. So if there's anything that concerns me, it's mostly that. It's mostly that um, yes, the jazz education is out there. It's available, but we need to be bringing them in. And like I said, is it the answer to force traditional jazz down their throats? No, I don't think so. Is the answer to just you know make jazz a complete art form music? I mean, not necessarily. Um, so the answer isn't that clear. What what I think we need to realize though is that jazz is changing. Jazz isn't fading away. It's not going somewhere else. Jazz is changing. And this could be something really hard for some of the diehards to hear. Okay, For some of you, this might make you very uncomfortable. And I'm going to start by first giving you my definition of jazz at its most basic level. And again, uh, a very con- this could be very controversial. Some of you might strongly disagree with me in my definition and all the things I'm about to say after this, but that's okay. My definition of jazz is it's a music, it emphasizes improvisation, it was created by African American culture in the beginning of the 20th century. That's it. That's my definition of jazz. It basically defines jazz. Now, it doesn't necessarily even say much else other than improvisation of what musically, what musical content makes jazz. Does it have to swing to be jazz? I think not. You would have a really hard time arguing that, especially in light of, for example, the Latin American influence on jazz music. That music didn't necessarily swing. So you'd have a hard time arguing that. Yes, swing is a big part of the jazz tradition. That much is true. But the thing is, like all other kinds of music, jazz is evolving. Jazz has evolved. It's always been an evolving music. It's been changing from the very beginning 
Think about early jazz, or they call it Dixie, then going to swing, the swing era, then going to the bebop, then going to hard bop and cool bop and fusion and free jazz, Latin, Brazilian, Afro-Cuban, fusion. I mean, it's it's gone a lot of places, and now it's where the music is at right now. And, and a lot of where the music is going right now is integrating other styles today with jazz okay it's 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 really the next step of fusion you could say and that's what some artists are doing and in that report it actually doesn't really consider some crossover artists like robert glasper for example who's really integrating hip-hop and r&b into his music i mean sometimes those albums aren't even being considered jazz so so it really this definition of jazz i really believe it's a little bit elusive at the end of the day you know is this music jazz or is it not I think it largely has to do with, is the musician jazz trained or not? Do they have a jazz training? Are they coming from a background of jazz? Because if so, that influence will certainly be in their music. Okay, so jazz jazz is evolving and we have to start embracing it. We have to embrace the evolution of jazz. So there's three things that I think jazz musicians can do for jazz right now. Now, okay, I want to talk about these really quick. The first one is continue to be influenced by other genres. Okay, continue to be influenced by other genres. Do not neglect other genres. Don't be afraid to merge other genres into your jazz music. Don't be afraid to do that. Feel free to do that. Now, if that's not your thing, if you just want to play swing and you just want to play your own thing and your own style, that's completely fine. If you want to play art music, if you want to play music that is is really only graspable by the few, that's okay. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that in general, as musicians, we need to be thinking, how can we integrate other styles of music into our playing? Don't be stuck on jazz. That's just not good for jazz, to be stuck on jazz. You need to listen to other styles of music too. Let other styles influence your music. Now, the second thing I want to say is make music for the audience, not just for you or other musicians. And that is really what Antonio Sanchez was hitting on uh, in his comments. Don't just write music for yourself. Don't make it such a self-involved music. Don't make it a music that only caters to you and your small community. Think about the audience. Music should be enjoyed by everybody. You should want others to come into the community. You should want others to be interested. And that can really happen when you start making music that sounds like other kinds of music and then people listen and say, hey, I like what you're doing and I also like the other stuff you're doing. Where does that come from? And then they can get introduced to jazz in its tradition and where it is going now, okay? So make sure you're making music for the audience and and also when you're performing, don't just play forever long solos. Don't don't just play what's going to make you happy at the moment. Think about the audience. Think about putting on a performance for them. Think about entertaining them. It's about entertaining people. It's not just about you, okay? So take the selfishness out of jazz. Uh, the other thing is, the third thing is become part of a community and pass the music on. This is so important. Jazz is a small community, so we need to be building the jazz community up. 
You need to be going to jam sessions. You need to be making friends who are jazz musicians. You need to be playing together. You need to be creating communities, online communities. That's what LearnJazzStandards.com is all about. This podcast, our blog, it's all about creating a jazz community. Be involved in a community. The internet is the future. So yes, be involved in online forums. Be involved in blogs. Be involved in sharing music with one another. I really like the Facebook group uh, Jam of the Week. You should check that out. It's really uh, a cool Facebook group where people are just sharing their music with each other. So things like this are really awesome. But become involved in a community. Strengthen the community. Don't don't fight the community by saying your music is not the real jazz. I mean, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Or I don't like what you're playing. Or I don't like you the way you play. So I'm not going to be a part. No. Come together as a jazz community. Be united in the music. And pass it on. You know, don't don't not mentor others. Be involved with others. Be involved with a younger generation. Teach them. Give away some of your time. Give away some of your knowledge. You know, take take that extra time to share the music with somebody else. It's so important. Okay, so th- those are those are three things I really think that jazz musicians can do for jazz right now. There's a few things that I think both jazz musicians and jazz fans, not necessarily actual musicians, can do for jazz as well. And the first thing is support jazz musicians and jazz education with your wallet. And I really do mean that, with your wallet. Listen, like it or not, this world runs by money. You have to have money to promote causes. You have to have money to continue funding what you do. It's just how it works. And so if you're not giving money to the jazz community, jazz can't really grow, okay? So that means buying CDs. That means going out to jazz clubs and watching jazz musicians play. That means help fund jazz musicians' Kickstarters. That means give to jazz camps. If you have the money, give jazz scholarships away to schools. If you use online jazz education, then give back to it, then then support it, then buy products, then, then support it in any way that you possibly can because we need to build this community and we need to be supporting it financially. This is how jazz grows. Now, the second thing I would say is be open to the evolution of jazz. Don't be stuck in what you think jazz is. I, this is really hard for some people. I know it is, especially older generation, I think this can be a really hard thing to say and a hard thing to accept is jazz is changing. I've already said said that. Other styles of music are merging into jazz. And I really think this is a big, a big movement that jazz needs to move towards. And it is moving towards this. So be open to it. Be open to jazz changing. Don't diss on it. Don't, uh, you know, throw it away just because it's changing. Embrace it. Embrace the evolution of jazz. This is the direction we are going. This is the direction we need to go in. I'm not suggesting that musicians that play jazz more traditionally need to change their music. Not even slightly. There is an audience for that as well. I'm just saying be open to others who are moving in that direction. All right, and that's all for our show today. I want to thank you so much for listening. I want to thank you for tuning in. And at this point, you're either shouting amen or you're about to give me a piece of your mind. So either one of those, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear your opinions. This is a jazz community. So if you're on the website 
feel free to leave us a comment in the comment section below. And remember, if you got some value out of today's podcast, consider adding value back. You can click on the support button if you're on the website, or you can go to learnjazzstandards.com slash support and leave us a one-time monthly or annual donation there. Next week, we're going to be coming out with episode number 25 of the LJS podcast. We look forward to seeing you then. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.